0: You're listening to The Art of Whatever, a music and arts history podcast, where we talk about any little thing that comes to our minds, um anything. <laughs>
1: uh, especially today.
0: Just, yeah, 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 especially yeah. Um yeah, so I'm Marcelino, um, your uh gracious host <laughs> and then um today um it's only carlos here with me today today i mean i have i have my report so even if we just do mine like that's fine okay so my report this week um so last time or well the last time it was us uh uh, tony talked about in his you know in his report he one of the inspirations for uh it's carmina Burana. that's what I'm talking about <laughs> oh okay yeah 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 all right, well, and the reason why I was saying this is because um Tony kind of brought it up in his report yeah. man i had a good i had a good transition in my head and it didn't it did not play out <laughs> but um yeah, so I'll be talking about uh carl orff's Carmina Burana. i actually i actually really like this um this work uh so it's a it's a cantata which is basically um a large um choral work which consists of like well, this one specifically consists of 24 pe- uh 24 songs. This is actually one of the first things that I ever saw in concert and and I think that's why that's why I was so I had like I I had become like I guess pretty fascinated with it like what it's about and everything um there's not a real story to it like there's no story But I'll I'll talk about it.
1: Okay, so my first question is, (laughs) is Carmina Burana the name of the whole cantata Mm -hmm. as a whole? And then the the famous part is "Oh Fortuna, is it?
0: Yeah, I'll I'll talk about that a little bit after. Okay. okay. Uh, So my sources, so I got a lot of my information from, um, obviously, Wikipedia, um, uh, this little documentary... It's a, it's a biography of Carl Orff, um, and okay. it's, called o, it's called O Fortuna, a little bit from NPR. I mean, it's just like little bits and pieces. And also um, a New York Times article by Ann Powers, uh, which is called Not Medieval, But Eternal. It's the sixth decade Carmina Burana still echoes. That's what, the, <laughs> that's what it's called. Um,
1: it's that recent? Or when was the article from?
0: Well, that, the article is from uh, 1999. I mean, 1939 then? It's that recent?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I thought it was from like the 1800s.
0: Mm-mm. No, it's it's from, it's a 20th century. So let me talk about a little bit about Carmina Burana, the manuscript itself. So it's at... It's, it consists of 254 poems and dramatic texts, mostly from the 11th and 12th century, although some of them are also from the thir- 13th century. The title, Kamina Burana, roughly translates to Songs of Buren or uh, Songs of Benedict Buren. The pieces are mostly, uh, but this is all <laughs> this is all kind of copy and paste because if you can't tell, but like the pieces are mostly body. <laughs> body irrelevant and satirical. Um, they were written primarily by med- in medieval Latin, a few in the middle high German and old Ar- Arpitan, sorry, and old Arpitan, which is kind of like a language that was used in France and Switzerland during that time. There's this one word that I really like. Uh, some are, uh, some of the texts are macaronic which basically means <laughs> which basically means that it's just a mixture of of the latin and the german like within like the same poem okay so um, like spanglish i guess yes yeah that yeah okay. that's exactly yeah that's exactly right um what's it called um the proper term for that is uh code switching
1: and that's a a legit term that's not mm-hmm. just you know slang yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Um. It, so, so the the way that we know it is uh, code switching, which basically means like it's the use of two languages in like. Um, which is what, like you said, Spanglish is. That's that's what code switching. Okay. Is. And it's funny because my voice teacher at Sol Ross. Um. He he thought it was interesting that I could do that. <laughs> Because he, I guess he had never really worked with anyone that was, like, I guess, really, French. like, ex- strictly bilingual. No, because, I mean, he's he's worked with a lot, you know, like, he, he's had a lot of students, but I think um, in the area, because he's not from that area. He's not from West Texas. He's from Wisconsin. Um, okay. And so he didn't, he didn't, I guess he didn't hear that a lot. So when I would tell him that that's how, You know, that's how we talk, like, at my house and everything. Like, he thought it was interesting. So, Dr. Fried, if you're listening, (laughs) uh, a shout-out, I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, I I just thought it was funny. It's a funny word, macaronic. Like, I guess that's the... uh, (laughs) What's it spelled like? How's it spelled? Like macaroni with a C. (laughs) Which I guess makes sense because I mean I guess that's what macaroni would I don't know whatever I'm getting off track. <laughs> I, I was
1: gonna start because you know like you have macaroni and then you have macarons and then you have macaroons. Oh yeah. And then I don't know I just for some reason you know like I started seeing the matrix or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you started seeing like the ones and zeros. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't know. There's something... I'm sure there's something in there. Because, like, those cookies are French, I think. The macarons. Are they even <laughs> cookies? I know they're pastry. I, I don't know if they're cookies. Well, because yeah, well, I used to... I remember my sister correcting me because, like, she loves those. Uh-huh. And, like, she's like, no, macaroons are this thing. And then macarons are this are other different. thing. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh, okay, okay," but I still, I still can't, like, tell. I just know they're pronounced differently.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the poems were written in the lingua franca, r- lingua franca, uh, or the language that was studied uh, to communicate within, like, the Catholic Church, uh, mostly in Western Europe. Um, and obviously, Latin was the language that everybody used. Um, it's what it's what English is to us right now. Yeah, it was like, the That's a language the language of business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: like the I guess the common or ruling or you
0: know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that thing.
0: Yeah. Um so most of these poems were written by clergymen, referred to as um Goliath, which were mostly students, and satirized the church and protested against the growing contradictions with the Within the church, through uh, song poetry, and performance, so basically these goliards or you know these clergymen um, developed this thing where like most of them were usually younger sons, like in the family, so like during this time, um the oldest was usually the one that inherited land and everything and And leaving the younger, you know, like the younger siblings basically to fend for themselves and like try to find something else to do and to like, you know, support themselves. And often this meant that like uh, their other alternative would be universities or monasteries. But unfortunately for, it it also meant that clergymen couldn't really uh, find positions in office because there was such a surplus of them. And because of that, even if they really wanted to, they like I said, they couldn't find anything. So they kind of became mot- unvo- unmotivated. So they just kind of like, you know, became like these um, these clerics that just kind of like pursued like just life in general. I, I wrote it on here, but it's like carnal pleasures. Okay. Um, so it it, re- it actually, it reminds me of uh, the, uh, the story that we talked about that one time. About a a hours, hours. the hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's a camera, yeah. yeah. And and so, like, that's ca- kind of, like, a theme in the... Uh, just, like, in the poems themselves. Like, they they have, like, a vast... Uh, vast topics, which, you know... Okay. So, the collection... So, that's what the, uh, the...
1: That's what the texts are... I mean, or that's part of what the te- the songs are about? Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, I... I I mean, you're gonna have to tell me what what uh, O Fortuna is about.
0: Like it's very cinematic music compared to like what we, you know, like what we know of as. But anyway, I'll I'll, I'll mention like I'll mention stuff. But um, all right. <laughs> so the collection was found in um, 1803 um, in, a Bene- in the Benedictine Ministry of Benedict Bruin which is in Bavaria um, and is now housed in the Bavarian State Library in Munich. And in 1993, sorry, 1936, 24 poems were selected and set to the music of Karl Orff's cantata, Carmina Burana. Um, And it actually has a really long- Oh, sorry. sorry.
1: He's German, right? Or Austrian? Okay, German,
0: okay. Yeah, he's German. So the, 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 ti- the full title of the cantata is Carmina Purana, Secular Songs for Singers and Choruses to be Sung Together with Instruments and Magical Images. Damn. And that's just, that's a translation because it's actually in Latin. Very specific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, and, and he did intend it for it to be um, a, a, theater, a theater piece. So carmina Barano was the first uh was first performed at the opera frankfurt uh, which is like uh which is a venue <laughs> in um yeah that's right <laughs> uh in in june eighth uh nineteen thirty seven um and it's part of uh this a bigger work, actually called the *Triunfi*, and it's it's a it's a musical triptych that also includes this work called *Catulli Carmina* and *Triunfo di Afrodite*. So yeah, so it's so it's it's actually so *Carmina Burana* itself is part of a bigger, even bigger work.
1: Are they all songs too, or is are those yeah. different?
0: Yeah, they're they're songs too. Yeah you know what i'm not sure if um if they're based off of this i i i don't think so though because i well what i was going to say is that it pro- that i thought that they all came from that same um carmina Burana manuscript but i don't think so um but i should look that up i guess <laughs> i'll i'll talk a little bit about karl orf i'm not going to really say a lot because actually it would be interesting to talk about him because he lived through um nazi germany so Carl Orff was born on July 10, 1895 in Munich, Germany, uh, to Paula uh, Kessler and Heinrich Heinrich Orff. Uh, By age five, Orff had begun uh, to play the piano, organ, and cello, and and composed a few songs uh, with music for puppet plays. He published some music at the age of 16 and studied at the Munich Academy from 1912 to 1914. And in 1924, this woman, um, her name was Dorothy Gunter. Along with him, founded uh, the Gunter School of uh, For Gymnastics, Music, and Dance in Munich. I-, I didn't really get to read anything about her, um, to be honest. Uh, but just, just know that they were the ones that founded the school. All right.
1: um,
0: there he was the head of the department from 1926, till the end of his life, which was like nineteen eighty two, I think. Oh
1: man, and he looked
0: a good while. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and he worked with musical beginners. Um and I don't know much about this um, but uh I th- he developed what's called the Kodai method. You you've heard of it, right? I
1: think I've heard yes. Um is it is it, is it, it it's not Kodali Kodali? Doesn't it have an L it, between the it's,
0: it's it's uh it's spelled that way actually it's it's spelled but it's yeah yeah but it's pronounced ah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, see, I didn't know that was a pronunciation of it. Okay, then yes, I've definitely mm-hmm. heard and seen the 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 book.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's basically uh, it, it's basically like just you know for beginners, and I think it's uh intended for uh, children's learning of music. I may be wrong. <laughs> I was an education major. I don't know why I don't know this, but
1: <laughs> it's uh well the reason I've heard it is because at the at the store, at the music mm-hmm. store, people have asked for it or ordered and it's it's always that one and the other one is the Suzuki method. That one's I I forgot what the as Kodai you said, right? Kadai? Yes. That's how you pronounce yeah. it. Okay. So I I forgot what that one is for, but I know the Suzuki is for violin specifically. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. The the Kodai is most is. Oh God, I feel like I'm gonna be wrong, but um, it's uh it's based off of rhythm. It actually I think it applies more to even percussionists actually. There he developed his theories of music education, having constant contact with children. Um, like I said, so he, you know, he worked with children a lot. And in 1930, Off uh, published a manual called uh, Schoolwork, in which he shares his methods of conducting. So before writing Carmina Burana, he also like edited um, 17th century opera. However, like this was not like, it, it didn't bring him a lot of money. Many of the poems, I'm going back to the poems right now. Many of the poems stem from works written by classical antiquity, in classical antiquity by Ovid, Horace, uh, Juvenal, and Ausonius, which are um, Roman poets. Um, only a few songs can be, so there's not like a lot of set um, authors for most of the songs, but some. But there are some that are actually named. Um, and one of them is Hugh uh, Primas of Orleans, or Orleans, by Frenchman Walter uh, Chatillon. And Breton Petrus Blessensis. those are some of the authors um, um, of the poem. So the
1: words themselves—they're not. You just compiled different poems. It's not just one
0: big work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. 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 It's uh. So it's it's yeah. So oh, th- like throughout the centuries, basically, like there was obviously there there's different poets, but a lot of them aren't um aren't credited really. Because some of them were even um, just, like, passers-by. Basically, not passers-by. That's something different. <laughs> basically, like, people that were just kind of, like, would go, like, through town or something. Um, I'm not sure what. I'm, I can't think of the word for that. But, like, people that would just, like, go and, like, were, you know, like, would just go around different towns. Yeah, like, they would recite, you know, or tell their stories or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so they, like, words. they didn't have. Yeah, they didn't have a set place, but like I guess um, some of those, some of their poems stayed with um, these like Benedictine monks.
1: Yeah, so the way um, the way um, originally, like corridos, the the genre, the music. Yeah. So I mean, now we know them as you know, I guess you know, like Los Tigres del Norte. You know, they play corridos, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but but it used to be the way to to get news or stories from one place to the next just you know someone with a guitar would compose oh, yeah. I mean write, write the lyrics and then the song would just get passed on and you know and that's how you found out that so and so was marching from this place to this other place or
0: oh yeah 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 They were just stories uh-huh yeah, okay. Yeah, I know okay. that's it. yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of I that's kind of the idea of like who these people were basically. I see.
1: Okay. In
0: nineteen thirty-four, Orf came across like I mentioned before, he came across like uh this uh, eighteen forty seven edition of the Carmina Burana by Johann Andreas Schmeller. Him and a law student um by the name of Michelle Hoffman who was also who was a, an enthusiast of greek and latin helped helped him like choose uh, 24 poems that they made into a libretto the poems dealt with topics such as quote the fickleness of fortune and wealth the ephemeral nature of life the joy of the return of spring and the pleasures and perils of drinking gluttony gambling and lust so, in the article in the New York Times by Anna Powers, um, she writes Carmina Verana is a simple piece according to the standards of conventional classical music, plunging listeners into a near climax with the first notes of O Fortuna. Its opening meditation on fate's cruelty, the world clips along on the strength of hummable melodies and Hartley employs drums. Its text in Latin and low German um, alternates between body love songs and anguished meditations on morality. The dominant baritone and soprano embodies lusty sexual stereotypes. So the ensemble is, you know, it's just like your typical, you know, like orchestra. It consists of the chorus. Uh, There are some... um, smaller choruses within that chorus there's a boys choir and um you have the soloists a soprano a tenor and a baritone so the soprano obviously sings you know so i guess the soprano the soprano what i'm saying is that the soprano and the baritone are like basically the main characters Mm -hmm. in a way like because there's like i said there's not really a story but they're the ones Um, with the solos so i mean
1: sopranos obviously well, would be the highest right yes and then baritone is wh- where does it sit
0: yeah thank you so, let, let me so let me explain voice parts i guess so you have within um the female or the higher and lower voices you have the soprano and the alto obviously the soprano is the higher and then the alto is uh the lower female voice um and then in the male part uh you have the tenor which is the higher part. And then um, the bass baritone or, you know, like the bass, which is the lower part. And the baritone kind of sits in between the tenor and the bass. The baritone is is kind of interesting in the sense that like it it, it has the high, the high range for the most part of the tenor, but it also has obviously like the low, um, the low timbre of the bass. Um, so it sits in that part. So it's very commonly used like um, in opera. But there you have a third soloist, which is the tenor. Um, and it's funny because throughout the whole thing, it's like probably like a little less than an hour. Uh, throughout the whole thing, uh, the tenor only has one solo. And it's like in the middle of it. Cause, and I remember watching, you know, like uh, I remember watching it, right? and yeah. the, a- And you have the three soloists, you know, like sitting in the front. And the guy sat there the entire time, like you know, and and I was just like, when is he gonna sing? Like, when is he gonna sing? <laughs> and and it was to the point where like I had to look at my program, and I finally look, and he had one song, and I was like, wait, what? And the tenor solo is actually kind of funny because like um, it's the song of a swan that's about to get eaten. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll have to I'll have to read it. I'll have to read it to you like after. Actually, let me let me look it okay. up. All right, so so like the translation is. Um, Once I had dwelt on lakes, once I had been beautiful when I was a swan. Poor wretch, now black and well-roasted. The cook turns me back and forth. I am roasted to a turn on my prior, now that the waiter serves me. Poor wretch, now black and well-roasted. Now I lie in the dish and I cannot fly. I see the nourished teeth. Poor wretch, now black and roasted. Wow.
1: Yeah, I thought it was gonna like like eaten by another. You know, no no, like, no 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 no. I didn't I didn't think it was about about the the. Oh uh,
0: yeah, I probably didn't explain it, it right.
1: It, it was it was well, a swan. What was it? A swan. I I yeah. kept wanting to say goose for some reason about <laughs> the swan getting like cooked.
0: <laughs> yeah no 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 it's it, I probably didn't explain it right no so it's a, it's about a swan getting roasted. Getting cooked.
1: Okay. Call yeah. me off kinda. It was like, oh wow. I was expecting, you know, like I don't know, like something really <laughs> gory. I mean it's still kinda,
0: you know, but not as bad, but I mean I guess I don't know. I guess
1: I expected like National Geographic,
0: you know, where like the lion Oh no no no, no. catches just... the thing by the neck and No, no, and it's and it's kinda comedic. And like I mentioned, the tenor has you know, it's the higher the higher part of the male voice there's a form of singing within men that's called the falsetto for people that don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm sure you don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. but like for those that don't know, the, the falsetto is like whenever you sing like, you know, like uh, pretty high. It's kind of like, uh, like 50s, like bebop. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong thing, but um, maybe I'm thinking of, I'm not, I'm thinking you of mean the wrong doo-wop? thing. Do-wop? Do-wop. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Do-wop. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. Uh, or
1: like well i guess like uh like um okay so to give the example uh take on me right that would be falsetto right
0: yes yes yeah 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 that's a yeah the real uh, the really the high real part. hard part yeah yeah <laughs> uh and, and most of, and so most of the song most of the song that the ten or yeah what the tenor sings is like in that high part of the voice
1: oh is it a long song
0: no it's not it's it's actually pretty short <laughs> um, um. And the, and the thing too about um a lot of the movements, they're they're very repetitive. So a lot of the a lot of the stanzas are in three. Okay. Uh, most of them are. So in that same article, she writes, uh, "Yet below the surface, Carmina Burana is awash with musical and cultural complexities. Its rhythms are tricky, and constant tempo shifts and mixed meter." following the philosophy he developed in his uh school school work, uh method of teaching children which introduces musical concepts through improvised body sounds and gestures orf used the jumpy beats to stimulate a physical response so when you hear it so i mean we've all heard o fortuna uh which is the o oh, fortuna you know um and I actually saw this. I saw this video, and it, it's funny because like it's it's based off of a. It's just like a what's it called? A trailer for this for this production. Um, okay. That I saw. It's called. Uh, it's from like the Orpheus Choir in Wellington. Like yeah, it's a trailer, but like he he's basically uh, giving like a good, like overview of what, the style is, uh, and so in o fortuna um uh you have the meters which are like you know you have two and four or like you know one two one two or you have one two three four and then you have obviously like in the middle which is three so you have one two three one two three right and um but the interesting thing about that he does in that is that um usually the one or the three are the uh the dominant beats but in that it's actually two you don't you don't notice it right away but um there's there's just like this pattern in the background let's say that it's just in three and it's supposed to depict the spinning of uh the idea of the wheel of fortune so like the wheel of fortune was a thing already like um in the 13th century basically it's it's supposed to depict the spinning wheel um it just and it's just supposed to be repetitive and it's act and and like when you hear it it's actually it doesn't sound like a difficult song, but it actually is i don't know it's so
1: so so the accents on on the second beat, yeah does it sound kinda lopsided you know like one, two three one two three, one,
0: three, one, three, one, three, one. um kind or, of kind of the the thing that's complicated is that there's that beat of three but there's also a beat of two in it within that three it's weird it's weird to explain i, I i'm i don't know how to explain it like without like making it over complicated
1: is is it offsetting then so does it go from you know from one to three to two uh you know what I- this thing of, I guess, like a a, a polyrhythm within the three, you know, just by how you accent it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's supposed to give yeah this, it's supposed to give like this uh rolling. Yeah, is I I think you said it right actually. It's supposed to give like this lopsided feel to it. If that's what you See, said, I can't remember. Now I'm
1: now I'm trying to, to actually play. <laughs> Okay, I I think I mean I I understand the the thing about the effect. I'm just trying to
0: to Yeah. Hear. like it's actually easier to see like um in the music as opposed to like talking about it because it really is hard to explain. Yeah. Um All right,
1: all right.
0: <laughs> so I guess the idea is that like I said there's there's a there's a spinning wheel like kind of feel to it. Um, and it, like I said, it's supposed to be very repetitive anyway. And like I mentioned, like the Wheel of Fortune was a thing already. And Fortune is basically, you know, or or Fortuna is who decides, you know, everyone's fate, essentially. And it's supposed to represent, I, and I feel like a lot of the poems are supposed to represent like very pagan like ideas. Within, within a lot of the songs, there's a lot of references to like uh roman roman mythology and like uh, there's a lot of talk about springtime like a lot of the seasons but like in a more um i don't know if it makes sense but like flora and fauna like that's like the way that they're described really if that makes any sense i don't know it's not it's not it's not it's not it's not so it's not so religious based as more like pagan and and so like like I said, O Fortuna is kind of like this like um, there's like this cry I guess for like, basically like why things happen like why do these things happen and stuff like that and um, it's, it's, it's a sort it's
1: of just, philosophical
0: w- without yeah without making it too <laughs> without going too far I guess yeah, yeah yeah it's it it's yeah it's more philosophical than yeah I don't know all right so I'm gonna go a little bit back to Orf. Um, uh, So one little thing that I didn't know is that he wrote um, music for uh, the 1936 Olympics um, which were held in Germany. So Anne Powers in her article she says that uh, Orff never joined the Nazi party although he uh, cooperated with them for survival. For example he accepted a commission to write a replacement score for A Midsummer Night's Dream by Mendelssohn uh, whose work uh, was bad because he had been Jewish um, the initial Nazi response to Carmina Barana was negative officials condemned it as pornographic and derivative of African American styles OrF denied impure intentions uh, but as the decades have pro- proved the works eroticism and um, rhythms that link it to rock uh, may at the heart of it appeal so well, I mean I've
1: only heard you know that, the famous part of it i've never
0: heard the whole thing but is it yeah i like
1: it is it is it because it's syncopated is it because of uh
0: no it's the like, up it's a it's the it's okay. the context like it's the the words themselves Just yeah yeah of sex okay. yeah 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 and it's not it's not so uh like it's not so in your face like they're like you're having sex like that you know what i mean like or like there has. No, yeah, but it's like the
1: whole double entendre of it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And 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 a lot of it like, and some of them are love songs, but like it's kind of like implied of what's going on. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I be, yeah. I, I mean, I may be totally off, like, for,
1: for some reason, because uh, like I I don't know if it was earlier in the week or last week that uh. I, I heard uh, that Enrique Iglesias song again, where the chorus says, <laughs> he's like, excuse me, but tonight I'm loving you. But that's uh, the the PG version, where the oh. actual lyrics is, excuse me, tonight I'm fucking you. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, those are like the actual lyrics. Oh. <laughs> but you know, when you say, you know, your love is deep inside blah 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 you know what they mean
0: yeah so i think it it was more like the implication of what the texts were the texts were and everything yeah um (laughs) because because like i said some of them were in german but i mean some of them were in latin but there are some texts that were written in german i feel like i haven't explained anything about the actual piece itself but uh (laughs) (laughs) um it is said that he was influenced by some um neoclassical composers Um, at the time, one of them being Igor Stravinsky. Also um, some jazz, but mostly, most of his um, influence was actually Renaissance and Baroque, particularly like uh, Claudio Monteverdi. It is also very, so like the work itself is very monophonic, um, which basically means is that um, everything's unison. So like the the male voices and the female voices are pretty much the same like there's no there's no harmonies there are harmonies but um, it's all like stagnant if that makes sense they're, they're, no, yeah
1: meaning as if, if, if you have like a grid all the lines are going one direction they may, yeah. they may be they may be different uh, pitches yeah but they're all going yeah. one direction
0: yeah 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 and oh, yeah. And, and, and they're ve- and they're they're very hummable in a in a way. So like so we all know they're very melodic. Yeah they're they're very yeah they're very melodic they're like very memorable because they're very repetitive. Um okay. which is the he- which is the case with O Fortuna everyone knows it everyone's heard it you know. Um mm-hmm. and everybody can sing it whether it's the right words or not. And mm-hmm. I mean comparing
1: it to I don't know. Are guy guys anything baroque? You know that—that's where the difference would be. Or yeah, I'm trying to yeah. think, like a like a modern or like a song that you could
0: say has. A, well, well, I mean, it's the any, opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like anything. I feel, okay, uh, here, okay, I, I okay, feel like okay. I'm so, so
1: yeah. th- 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 this is this is. I think I think I got it. So, Carmina Brana uh, would be like, "We will rock you." You know where you just have the one line going,
0: yeah, yeah, and yeah.
1: that's all. And then um, to put it in some sort of general sense term, the opposite of that would be Bohemian Rhapsody, where you have the main melody, but it also has all these other back, yes, background
0: melodies going on at the same time. Yes, yes, yes. That's 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 a that's a good example actually. Ah, uh, yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, because I mean. I I know we know what we're talking about, but just <laughs> yeah, in know. case there's someone that that doesn't know or doesn't get yeah. it or doesn't understand.
0: And, it. and and it's and it's it's and it's not that we're not implying that people are dumb. Sorry if that no, no. comes off. obviously no, no. not. Like uh, yeah, because I know that I know that I know that we talk about things that we know about. Like I said before, we talk about things that we know about, but not necessarily everybody's is gonna know. So, yeah, exactly. So yeah, sorry, sorry if I'm trying to, if we're trying to explain it or, or <laughs> simple no, yeah, it, yeah,
1: we're we're not we're not we're not quote unquote dumbing it now. No, no, no. We're just explaining it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's I mean, and, and that in itself is is hard because that's yeah, this we're is why not, I'm not teachers. A, yeah, this is why I'm not a teacher. <laughs> this is why I didn't finish. This was yeah. This is why I didn't finish. <laughs> oh, but man. there's there's one there's one movement that i i really like in Taverna, which um oh I, I actually forgot um it's actually um so the work is set in three parts so so this is so like i actually got the, like the choral score for it a long time ago like years ago and, and so, like, that's kind of, like, the depiction of what Fortuna is. The wheel? Oh, yeah, like, it, so, like, that's the wheel of fortune. And essentially, it's supposed to represent, um like, the struggles of anyone, really. Because, you know, like, when you're at the bottom, like, you can find your way to the top. And anyone that's on the top can, like, fall down, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. this is just like a cycle. Um, anyway, okay. So yeah, so it's set in di- in three different parts. Um, the first one is primo Vere which is I guess um, is referring to spring. Um, the second one is called intaverna, which is like the tavern songs, and the third part is uh the coup cou? I'm trying to say it in the actual like French, but uh, coup d'amour, the heart of love. I don't know I don't know if, if many people know this but because I, I didn't know it but it starts with O Fortuna and the last movement is O Fortuna
1: okay so it closes where it starts
0: yeah so it's oh, the same so, idea so a circle. Yeah. yeah so it's the same idea of, of the circle like um, obviously it doesn't repeat but you know it's the same It's the I same concept going. yeah 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 The so the tavern songs it's kind of like my favorite part because like they're they're Kind of like silly, um, in one of the songs, um, the like the baritone solo. So let me re- let me read what he, he actually says. Um, he, so he says, "I am the abbot of Caucerny, and my council is with soaks. I don't know what that means. And um, and my pleasure is in the order of gamblers, and whoever seeks me early in the tavern will leave naked after vespers." And stripped of his clothing, he will cry. <laughs> uh <What>? yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but the thing too is that um at the very end of that solo, there's a uh trombone and it's implying that he farted. Okay. So it's basically, you know, like I mean I'm drinking, you know, like a night out. You know? Yeah, and and, and and it's kind of like a depiction of what like these clergymen were like. Like I said, before um it was either the monastery or or universities and just like people go to universities that don't really care you know yeah yeah you had these other people that went to monastery because they kind of had to but they don't really want to be there (laughs) at least it feels like to me well Um, i mean they're basically
1: pranking the guy right so like okay we're gonna we're gonna
0: yeah well and, and he's and he's drunk that's what's implying to yes.
1: cuz they're like what's uh when you drink before you actually go out to drink oh, the, pre-game. uh I, there we go i, I completely forgot the so he's basically like you know we're going to pregame then or i'm already pregaming at the tavern
0: yeah and yeah he, and he just he show
1: up and after midnight uh we're gonna basically leave you naked and take your clothes. <laughs> and you yeah, guys I, be crying.
0: Yeah. I mean yeah, like that could yeah, that could that could be an interpretation of it. I cause I never I've never really thought about it, but yeah, that makes well, sense. Well
1: that, that I mean, I don't know, that's what I thought, because like vespers is like night, right? Like after
0: so, yeah, it refers to evening prayer. Okay, okay, I see, I see. Yeah. Vespers Yeah.
1: Okay. And then there's also a drink called the Vesper, but that's a that's a diff, that's <laughs> yeah, a James Bond thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I I don't really have anything much to say about it other than just like. I guess, so what,
1: what? So then, O Fortuna is literally about the wheel.
0: Well, it's not a. It's not about the literal wheel. Wheel. It's about um, fortune. Just like you know like why do these things happen to us and stuff like that and um yeah yeah because it, because because after that 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 like main entrance of like the song it goes like um the chorus starts singing like really like softly and like in like in a hushed tone and, so and it, the, the it's it's almost like a, it's almost like a cold chant
1: um i mean you know the way everyone knows it is from I mean, it's been a lot of movies, but what's the no, no, no? See, now I'm confusing it with uh right of the Valkyries and and, uh, oh
0: the yeah, Coppola
1: movie. God damn it! I'm blanking on the name. Are, are you? <laughs> the are helicopters not... when they yeah. I'm I'm looking for it too now because it's like, apocalypse now. There we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Apocalypse now. God damn it, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, see now I'm confusing it with that one, and then. Uh, and then uh 2001 had uh Zarathustra but I mean is is like O Fortuna like linked to a movie the way those other pieces are because or is it just Um, like a general pop culture thing where where, when wherever something dramatic is happening it's like yeah no it's
0: (laughs) yeah it's no yeah it's a it's a general thing because you hear it and you hear it you hear it in movies, obviously, you hear it in shows, you hear it in commercials, like you 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 hear it everywhere. Now that you mentioned that, um there was um a song. Hold on, let me see, let me find it because I can't remember the title of it. Um But Nas had a song. Did he sample it? Yes, like it's it's so and it's so obvious because I had to go listen to it because I didn't I didn't know. Hate me now. Yeah, I think I've heard it only once. But, I mean, that was a long time ago because, I mean, it's a, it's an old song. Oh, 1999. It was the same year that this article was written, actually. So that... that oh, wow. that Okay. That, that song was... Yeah, that song, so... Was new at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, so Nas came out with a song uh, called Hate Me Now that sampled Oh Fortuna, and it's very obvious. The
1: That part? Like, the beginning?
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, well, some of... Uh, like I said, so it's like it's been used in many things and everything. Um there was a um Welsh uh soprano. I guess she was thirteen at the time, uh, in nineteen ninety-nine. But her name's Charlotte Church and um she had she had just come out with like an album and it's called like uh it's called Voice of an Angel and one of the um songs from the soprano uh, she sings in that. Um And also Barbara Streisand sang that. Um, And I had to go listen to it because, yeah. Uh, And I had to go listen to it because I was like, no, there's no way. But no, yeah, she did. Um, The piece is called Intrutina. It's actually really pretty compared to, like, (laughs) the whole thing. It's just, yeah. It's just very. And and I feel like a lot of the soprano songs are just, like, very much love songs.
1: So then the, the Tavern ones are mostly baritone?
0: Yeah. Yeah, the men, the men and yeah the men and the baritone. But yeah, no, I mean, but it's it's an I mean it's an interesting it's an it's an interesting work just to listen to and um and I've been meaning to listen to the other two because I feel like then I have the whole experience.
1: Yeah, to <laughs> but, round it out exactly.
0: Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean, that, I guess that's that's my report. <laughs> if that was a report, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's been one of like my favorite pieces of like. Have you ever
1: performed anything? it or parts of it?
0: No, I've I've wanted to. I've I've really I've really wanted to because um, when I first saw it, it was um, it was at Midland. I think it was the Odessa. Like it was an Odessa choir. I can't remember what it was, but um, but yeah, like they brought in the soloist from somewhere else. I don't know and that's usually that's usually what happens anyway like in any kind of performance like that um yeah uh the first but that was the second part of the concert the first part was like um uh schubert's um unfinished symphony i think that was the first so thing. you, you first saw part. this
1: you saw this while you were in school the, the first time yeah you
0: saw it? yeah yeah and 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 like I said, it was I think it was very important because like um since it's such a small school and there's not a lot of stuff going around, we got to go to these concerts that were held like every I think they were held every month, I think, or every two months. Um at the Wagner Noel it's called the Wagner Noel and it's it's like a it's a concert venue. Um
1: but like specifically for, you know, I guess classical stuff?
0: Uh no, cause there's there, there's been different kinds of um, yeah, like different kinds of performers there that have gone. Is, is it named after like Wagner
1: the the Wagner, the Wagner?
0: <laughs> oh well, it, I guess technically it's called the Wagner Noel, but I, I always oh, call it the Wagner because okay, okay. that's how it's spelled. But <laughs> it's it's just me being bougie. But, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, but I. Like I said, the reason is because like like I said, we didn't get to see a lot of that stuff, and even living even when I was living in El Paso, I didn't really get to see a lot of um classical um classical music like uh in concert and stuff like that, and it's obviously it's not because I wasn't like interested or anything it was just like it just never came to me i, I don't know but, yeah, yeah. no yeah again. But yeah, like like I said that was like one of the first and, and, and from like the first like from like the first moment like that that it started like I was just like fixed the entire time. But yeah, that was my report on Karina Brana, I guess.
1: Do you know when it started becoming like popular, you know, like in popular culture? When it started
0: uh, n- Not necessarily the the thing though is that when um I will tell you that it was never it wasn't performed in America till the '50s because of like his um, association with the Nazi party. So it wasn't it wasn't performed till the '50s. Um, I mean that's still not as, far off. From yeah. No. Yeah. That's still... true. I don't know. I, I. Yeah. I really don't know.
1: Cause I mean I remember seeing it for example like like I'm I think like The Simpsons or you know like I have vague memories of like cartoons using it and and like movies using like if someone was dropping their I don't know like their cup of whatever like you know yeah. boom, and it was low motion and the person yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to re- in, grab it and da-da-da-da. isn't that
0: isn't that like the most recent commercial too like is it seen, i honestly I, don't know dude i think so i think i've seen i don't
1: it was like super low stake situations but like everyday situations <laughs> and it was like super dramatic yeah like I, yeah i have uh like vague memories of that in my head but i can't tell you like it was this episode this cartoon this whatever
0: yeah no i don't. i, I don't know like uh, specifically i don't think so yeah like I don't, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you, to be honest. Yeah, oh. I
1: wonder if it was just—I don't know. Like, I wonder how it was. Like, okay, we're gonna use this piece. <laughs> you know, like, I wonder who was the first person that thought of that, or who did it first. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so was he able to continue? Like, once
0: the war. Oh yeah! Started, yeah. Like, yeah Did he yeah stay in
1: Germany the whole time
0: yeah no no he 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 was in yeah he was there the whole time there was i mean he was accused of being a nazi um and for a long time, but eventually like i mean he denied it, he denied it, you know, but there's like there's a difference between just denying it and actually having proof for it um yeah. but eventually eventually he it was proven that he was he was never part of the yeah, he was never part of a okay. Nazi party. So like so he was so he he got to perform. Yeah. I mean last time
1: last time we did it I did listen to I mean a little bit but I did listen to to the, the composer, the Final Fantasy person no Nobu no, no I can't pronounce his
0: name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nobu Nobu Matsu? Yes. I think that's how you pronounce it maybe I think. I hope so. Yeah, I did I did listen to some of it and I was
1: like, oh, okay, I can see some of the mm-hmm. like what Tony was talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, like the inspiration of it, yeah. That's all I have like I I think that's I think that was enough discussion if I don't know. Is there anything you're looking forward to?
1: No, nah, I wouldn't say anything. I'm looking forward to. I'm. I'll, I'll just end my side on. On again recommendations. Again.
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For,
1: for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've been watching. Well, last week, last Saturday, actually, I saw a movie called Portrait of a Lady on Fire. It's a French movie. Like I got, you know, it was very award season buzz, and it was barely gonna get a wide release here when the whole uh, lockdown happened, so mm. it didn't end up getting, you know, a, a cool uh, run, commercial run. So uh, it's on Hulu. They released it on Hulu, and I mean, I liked it. It was pretty fun. It was. It's a love story, and it's it's a slow movie. And the way I keep describing it to people, it's like, it it is slow, but it just builds and builds and builds and builds. And then at the end, like it, like, you know, it releases. Yeah. And it's, uh, I guess, just a synopsis. It's uh, this um, girl who doesn't want to get her portrait uh, taken. Uh, It's in the late... uh, late 1700s she doesn't want her portrait taken just because she's getting married off to to a guy she doesn't want to be married to and you know mm-hmm. she's not happy with the whole situation and so she won't post for a portrait and her mom hires this painter who's a, a lady as well and tells her okay you're gonna you're gonna pretend to be her her maid uh her company person you know and then you're gonna paint her from memory they end up falling for each other yeah and this has a, a limited time frame where it can happen and where it happens and then yeah so that's that's the first one and then the second one is another period piece mm-hmm. Uh this one is called the great and it's uh, like a fictionalized History of uh, Catherine the Great, and it's like a dark comedy. Well, the the way I've been seeing it is like if you if you like that whole side of Game of Thrones about the the politics and the backstabbing and all Uh-oh. that kind of stuff, like you're gonna yeah. like this show. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's like dark humor and rich royal people from the, I guess the. 1800 I think somewhere in there yes yeah mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's fun so far oh, okay like there, there there's no good or bad people you know I mean there there's bad people and then there's like really bad people there's no good <laughs> people <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah but it's it's a fun show so far I think I'm mm-hmm. like four I think I'm like four or five episodes in, I think. Somewhere in there. So those would be okay. my uh, my
0: recommendations right now. Yeah. Well, I have no new stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, we've just been watching, which I hadn't ever seen, actually. And I'm kind of surprised that I hadn't. But um, <laughs> we've been watching uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh,
1: dude, I haven't seen that show in forever. I never got to... I never finished it, and uh, yeah, Atelante and Selena are like super fans of that. Of, oh, really? Show. yeah, like they have the seasons on DVD and stuff.
0: Well, and, well, my boyfriend does too. Actually, he he he. It's funny because he gave it to me before I moved here, because he's like, "You need to watch these. You need to watch these." And I was just like, "Yeah, okay, I guess." I never came around to it. <laughs> But then finally it came out, and sure enough, they came out on my birthday on Netflix. Yeah, so I <laughs> we didn't watch them on my birthday, but like eventually we started watching them, and I was just like, well, I guess I guess I can. And um,
1: is it okay or you no? I'm actually,
0: it? I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize how entertaining it actually it, it really was. Pretty, it's pretty clever.
1: I, I never, cause I remember they used to. Uh, play it on uh, in the '56, <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs>
1: and I remember that this was was it. I think it was right after high school. Like I think I was done with high school already. I think, mm-hmm. and like that—that that was the the only reason I would wake up like early to watch the show. It, oh, it, really? I, I think it played at like at 10 a.m. or
0: something. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I was like, I would wake up and be ready to watch. This. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just oh, so, um, just so people know, I don't know if we've we've talked about it before, but we, I mean, I don't know about, I'm pretty sure you did too, but I, I grew up watching a lot of Spanish dubbed stuff. Yeah, um. yeah,
1: no, yeah, me too. Like, uh, I. I can't, okay, so with The Simpsons, I I saw them in Spanish first, Mm -hmm. way before I I ever saw them in English. Yeah. And like, that's, like, uh, I think I saw, but but at the same time, I saw them in English young enough where it was like, okay, I like kind of grew accustomed to them. So now it's like, okay, I can watch them in either or Either way, yeah. Yeah, and it's not strange at all but yeah. like dragon ball i never never could yeah. watch it because i would just, i would just like it sucks yeah. the, the music dude that that was the biggest thing for me besides the voices was the music because in the version they got here they took out all of the original music and made their own crappy uh, <laughs> rock <laughs> versions of everything uh-huh. and i was like Dude, the music is so good in uh, in all of Dragon Ball. And then they just mm -hmm. fucked it up and just played loud guitars over the whole thing. And I mean, I I guess, well, (laughs) that's my opinion. I'm sure some people grew up with that. And, you know, it's like, those songs are the coolest. But, like, to me, it was just, like, everything was so epic. And then just hearing, like, guitar all over that, it was like, nah, not Mm -hmm. for me.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I no, I get it because like a lot of, a lot of the anime that, that I know, which is not a lot actually, um, like a lot of it I grew up watching like in Spanish. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean,
1: I don't. I'm not in, like, I never found out, like, anime was a genre until a tough, like, probably till I was like, uh-huh, in high school or yeah, post high yeah. school even. Because, yeah, no. Like, because, to me, yeah, they, they were just cartoons.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because like my, my school, in my school, they had an anime club. <laughs> I never even Honestly, I never even associated it with um, being foreign. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, me neither. And yeah, and oh, it was oh, just God.
1: like another show.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's so weird, huh? <laughs> Yeah, had, like, my main thing was the music, dude, because, like, the music is, it's, like, super freaking cool and epic.
0: Oh, I should find out
1: about that, actually. I, I I wouldn't know, like, what category of music that falls into, you know, like, if it's, it's um, <laughs> or, you know, like, the what influences. The same as the uh, Wematu. As, uh, uh, I'm sure in comparison to other stuff, you know, it's fairly simple, you know, like, harmonically and stuff cuz it repeats a lot but like what it did for the animation like it was really cool
0: i mean it's just like it, it it's like um it's like pretty much orchestrated for that yeah and i mean and
1: it's also orchestral itself.
0: yeah uh huh yeah yeah that too so it gives it that that other layer that's what i had <laughs> um well and it, <laughs> And we and we recently started. I mean, we watch a lot of YouTube, like I said. Um, but recently, we uh, well, actually, it's not recent because I had seen their videos before. But there's this channel. <laughs> it's called uh, it's called Two Said Violin, and it's sees like two. Dude, dude,
1: dude, 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 dude! I've seen it too. I've seen it too. for seen some it too? reason. Like for some reason, like I started watching some of those like two weeks ago. Uh
0: huh. Well. I've, no, cause I, I, cause I started. I, I saw, I saw them a, a long time. Like, I don't even know how long ago it was. Like, it might have been like whenever like they started, but I, I never like kept up okay. with it till till til like, till like a like a month or so ago. Like I started, we started watching their videos again. I think, I think they're they're really funny. They're just entertaining. So I,
1: I had to find out. I was like, so who's this Ling, Ling person that came? <laughs> and then and then right so like i i see one of those like youtube explain things and then they explain the whole thing and i was like Wait. oh okay okay there, there's there's actually a video of that yeah i guess there's like several videos you know just because people you know because they're like their inside oh. jokes and stuff
0: like i know that I'm, it's
1: probably not them but no yeah and i was like oh okay i see i see that makes sense I, I like the. It's just fun. It's just fun. Like I've seen well, the ones with the, the ones with the like when they look at movie scenes. <laughs> like, yeah. Like they get really angry when it's like you're not even. Uh... Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah like the, the. It was like a full week of like, for some reason I just,
0: like focused in on. Yeah. <laughs> on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, well, I I think it's just because like, I I think it's I, I think it's their sense of humor because like sometimes it's just kind of dry, and I think that's, I would say that yeah. kind of like I think that's kind of like our sense of humor because I feel like I have that too. I don't know, maybe. And
1: yeah, I mean, it's like you know, just very nerdy, you know. Yeah. Like very sick nerd kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, like that's just kind of what like. A thing that we watch you don't have to think <laughs> in a way yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah it's just like you know just
0: but it, it, it like it applies like it just applies i don't know
1: you know like the like the great performances you know and they're like oh my god did you see how he blah 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 and then they try to do it and it's like Ooh. oh yeah <laughs> the, well yeah. the reason i like it is because i have no reference for it you know so i it's, it's not like it can be like yeah i get it i get it because i don't get it but i mean mm-hmm.
0: but i I think it's the uh, it, he, yeah. yeah i think it's the idea of uh, of them like focusing on it well i mean and, and and like my boyfriend doesn't play any instruments so like even he even he can relate to it somehow like
1: yeah, finds yeah. It it's just like,
0: like, he, you know like he finds it funny too so it's like it it applies <laughs>
1: That's 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 a that
0: was a funny coincidence. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter on Art of Whatevs. Um, please comment and rate and subscribe. You know on the on Apple Podcasts and you know all the other things, all the other ones because um, there's more on Spotify and all that. But yeah, thanks for listening, y'all. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> and see y'all, see y'all later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>